Welcome back to the Waffle Press Movie Podcast. I'm your host, David Crespo. It's going to be jarring as hell. Good luck editing this, Gene, who's also my co-host. <laughs> Say hi, Gene. Hi. Hi. Also my co-host, Nick Valero. Hey, what's up? I'm just going to keep <coughs> the whole show. I'm going to get like whiplash. Terrible. Behind the cameras, our friends, Nunez and Jasmine. Say hi, guys. Hi. I love you both so much. <laughs> and then also, across the way from the cameras, far through the power of the internet, is our friend, Kale, the youth critic. Hi, Kale. How are you doing? Hello, everyone. Hello, Waffle Press listeners. How are y'all doing tonight? We're doing good. We're doing good. We're happy that you're finally on the show. Uh, you're a finally. good show and of Gene and Mines. Mm-hmm. And eventually, Nick, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you want to be his friend? Well, you and I will be friends, Nick. You and I will be friends. Uh, I see we'll be it. Friends. No, we'll, we'll do this. We'll make this happen. We're going to make this happen. I'm very happy this is happening. But uh, for those like Nick who don't know you, why don't you talk a little bit about yourself, Kale? What are you doing? How's life? So, Waffle Press listeners, I am Kale Smith. I am the youth critic, as Diego mentioned. I am from all the way from the East Coast in Homer, Georgia, where I am currently enrolled at the University of North Georgia uh, film program. And I am a film student. I am. I am not a official film critic but i do review movies on my podcast i review current films i review older films actually this summer i did a whole retrospective over movies that came out in the summer of 82 and i just do it every now and then i do the occasional netflix show and what's going on in my life i'm trying to enjoy thanksgiving and the crazy schedules that come about during the holiday season and uh and just continuing to make my show and getting ready to graduate college next uh may oh wow super exciting are we invited to that graduation yeah to what? let's just do it sure if you can make it <laughs> it's going to Georgia, sure man. all right I'm down. Well, we'll see how that goes i'm, I'm actually kind of down uh, <laughs> before we going to the rest of the show though we have a quick message from our sponsors yeah so cut Okay, they need to What are you uh, chewing loudly into the microphone? Oh, I'm eating a churro from the Grizzly Churro. It seems very oddly proud of place for me. Shut up now. Oh, I love this new sponsor, Grizzly Churro Company. Definitely the best churros in SoCal. Yeah, they make all their ingredients homegrown. Oh, we, we're not paid to say this. If you want to find them, go ahead and find them at Grizzly Churros on their social media up the do- down below. And we're back. That was fun. I like those guys. They pay for us to do stuff, which the is really nice. The They're really awesome. Also that too, yes. I, I so many. We recorded that. <laughs> uh, too many, apparently. <laughs> at, a, at a certain point, we, we might have been taken <laughs> it wasn't intentional. I just, it's the whole. Thing. We had like eight. <laughs> it wasn't like I just wanted to make it authentic on the tape. So whatever, uh, that's what it was. Yeah, that's right. But uh, now we got to move on to movie news. So there's a lot of cool stuff happening. Absolutely. Actually, not not that really. Uh, I was I was gonna get really excited, but if you think about it, there's not actually that much happening yeah, right really? now. It's the uh, end of the year. It's the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars is coming out in a couple weeks, and that's about it. Well, you know, it is coming out, but not like for a long time. Incredibles 2, which is finally having a trailer. Mm-hmm. 
been like 30,000 years. It's a, teaser. It's, a teaser. it's a teaser. It's a teaser. That's right. Yeah. Uh, it's just like a 30 second thing. Not, not crazy, but I mean, for a teaser, it's cool. Yeah. No, you know what? I'm, I'm more interested in whether or not it's going to be centered on Jack Jack. Yeah, you kind of get that, bud. Which is whether, if whether or not the movie is going to be more about Jack Jack and like them trying to figure out how to deal with his powers, like them trying to actually figure out what his powers are. It's funny that you mentioned that because Brad Bird and company have specifically said it's going to be about Helen Parr, and she's not even in, even in the teaser. That's weird. It is. Like I think that's cool because you already got uh, Bob's perspective. Right. Yeah, now you go to Helen's. Yeah, but I will say <laughs> you like uh, it in the teaser. I'll say the teasers. They're like. Most of the Pixar teasers are like scenes that aren't even in the films, you know, that are kind of like just have nothing to do with the plot. Well, yeah, Most because I mean, like Coco's uh, was just the dog. Yeah. And then uh, was so. it Frozen's was just Olaf, Olaf. and uh, what was it? The moose. The moose, yeah. And they were chasing after the yeah, both, like, both both little things, things, but they had nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe it's because the movie's still under development and they're like, these are two. Oh, well, it comes out like next year. Nobody, I mean, maybe, with, I mean, with the way movies are these days, you know. Things change within like a month before release. <laughs> oh well, we'll, oh, we're definitely gonna talk about that. Yeah. I have so much to say about. But I mean, just in, but I mean, just in general. I mean, even Frozen. Frozen was gonna be a very different movie six months before the actual movie came out, and then they switched. They switched the way that it was gonna go, and then it became the movie we have now. Mm-hmm. Well, they just really changed every the Every kid sings <laughs> "Let It Go" to. Yeah. yeah, which to be to his credit. It's a very good song. I like that song. It's a very good song. That's what got me to watch the movie initially. I is saw that really? on YouTube and I was like, that was amazing. <laughs> I didn't know what this is too. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kale, what do you think of the Incredibles teaser? I am really excited that Jack-Jack is going to play a more prominent part in the movie. and Or if that, that's what they're implying because the whole bit of Jack-Jack just having different powers and going through and even cutting the eye to symbolize the two, I think that... You know, I think that's really, I think that's a great way to introduce the new logo. And I think that's a, and I'm really excited because I did, this is one of the few Pixar movies I didn't get to see in theaters. Mm. I had to have, I had to choose between the Polar Express and Incredibles when it came out. I don't know why I just got, I just had, to, it was like a Sophie's choice and I just, Flip the coin on that one, and but when I saw The Incredibles, I really enjoyed it. It's one of my top five favorite Pixar movies, mm-hmm. and I have been dying like you guys to see the sequel. So yes, undermine. And the, you, the thing is that I feel that that was a lot of people. A lot of people went to see this like, Express instead of The Incredibles, and and I think that's the reason why it's taken such a long time for us to get a sequel. I don't. That's people. not the reason at all, though. But I, but I mean, it, it did it did well, but it didn't like it didn't do Toy Story. Didn't toy story well, but uh, the big yeah. thing was that Brad Bird didn't have an idea. Yeah, I mean, and thankfully Pixar didn't just push for the sequel thing back then, like Toy Story or Cars Two. What? What do you mean Toy Story Two? up with another good movie called Ratatouille. Oh yeah, Brad Bird did Ratatouille after. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. but uh, they didn't rush it, and I think hopefully that's a good sign. I I, yeah. I I like when like you hear of I don't have any more stories. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really know what to tell like yeah. about them. Yeah. Or anything like that, instead of just coming up with, you know, what about if Mater's a spy? Say what you will about the Star Wars prequels. George Lucas didn't do Star Wars sequels after Return of the Jedi for a lot of reasons, but um, but he he didn't want to do anymore. So he's like, nah, I'm good. I just want my little film. Yeah, I just want to do my my small films, and my wife left me. It's very sad, actually. Listen to the the Star Wars retrospective that I'm doing right now. We go into a lot. It's it's actually really sad. 
And it is. I want to hug George Lucas. I feel bad. I just want to make our poor George. Please throw this up. That's fine. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Moving on. Uh, more prevalent news is Justice League came out. We're going to talk about it the second half of the show oh, for the entirety of it. Uh, and there's a lot to say. But <laughs> now is that there's it's not doing very well critically or in the box office. You know what? I actually think that critics are being too harsh on it. Um, Let's talk about box office first. Yeah. Kale, uh, what are your thoughts on the box office to this film? You know, it's weird that we're complaining about a movie that made almost $100 million on the opening weekend, but that's where we're at. This movie should have done more. That's why I think that's why people are saying it's a failure, because when you compare the box office to the Avengers movies and even to Batman v Superman, it's a disappointment. Like, this should not have made dollars at the box office so for it to have done that bad or to do that 96 million or 90 i guess it's like 93 or 94 now it it's just disheartening because in it all it's disheartening in it but it also shows that audiences are proving with their wallets that we're not going to just go out to see a big team-up movie just because you put all of our favorite heroes in you have you've had to have you know, these characters established and had to have, you know, everything, you had to have done some of the legwork that Marvel had done over a period of time in order to have earned, you know, the $200 million, you know, opening weekend or now. And I just don't think Justice League is going to hold, especially after Coco is, uh, Star Wars is out. Yeah. I think Coco's already, uh, it, it already, it already, well, I mean, it's as, as it comes, as the word spreads over the weekend of, of Coco. Well, here's the thing, though, is that I feel that people are not only... The, the thing is that people are, yes, they're, they're weary of whether or not I should go see this movie. They're, you know, everybody went out to go see BBS because they were like, well, Man of Steel was... It wasn't bad. It was know? that was the definition of like a mixed response. Yeah, like it wasn't people like, loved it, hated it, and in between. Yeah, mm. Man of Steel, it's not, it's not a terrible movie. It's not like... You can... You know, people could find things that they enjoyed in steel and you can yeah. find a superman, superman movie in there and everything else but the thing is that when you went to, everybody went out to go see ju- uh bbs thinking like oh this is going to be just like that one and bbs did was not the same movie that people were expecting no. people were people were really like they were shot in the foot when they went to go see that movie and they or in the face yeah, or stabbed in the heart but, they, but the thing is that they were <laughs> the thing is that they went to go Grenades. see this, they went to go see this movie expecting a different movie and the thing is that people were disappointed and then now that you, you know Zack Snyder which are the, you're gonna have Justice League and everything like that people are just kind of weary yeah. of going and spending their it's it's an expensive experience especially for parents to go yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go spend a hundred dollars to take my kids to go see a fucking movie mm-hmm. over the weekend it's a big expense to go see this movie also let's explain we're from California uh, the LA region specifically so here, t- movie tickets are generally pretty expensive. 16. Yeah, so if you have a, yeah. a large family and you're taking kids out to see a movie, you it can go up to like $100, yeah. You put a family of Including four. food and whatever, so no. It's an easy $100 yeah, expense. You're, 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 you're easily spending a bill to go, to, to go see this movie. And some parents are going to wait and go, I'm going to wait and to see what maybe what critics have to say or what other people have to say. And I think, yes, critics are being unjustly critical of this movie. I think what people are judging the movie on is based off of what it, off of its production more than what the substance of the film was. Yeah. 
you know, a lot of, you mentioned that because I have lots to say about the substance. We'll, we'll talk about no, that. We'll, we'll get there. We'll yeah, get there. I, I, don't, I don't think critics are completely 100% too harsh. I, I think the general idea for me is that, like, just go out and see a movie that you want to be interested in, you know? I wasn't intending to watch Justice League. I watched it because we were doing an episode on it. Otherwise, I would not have seen it. Because, um, you know, I, I just felt burned before. It's, it's fine. But that's, but that's, you know? that's what I'm talking about. I hope you got a discount Tuesday ticket. But anyways, I, I don't think it's it's necessarily about people being too harsh on it. I think some cases, sure. That's I mean, that's always the case with something. Someone's going to hate something like more than they should mm-hmm. or just like something, right? But um, I, I think it's telling when you see the movie that it feels like a checklist of things a studio thinks people want to see as opposed to something like that was a vision by, oh, by a bunch of people. By, by no means uh, do I not think that it's a checklist. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, uh, what was it? People complained about Batman killing people and being too dark. That was okay, make, him, make him funny and he doesn't murder anybody. The movie was too long by some people. Fucking make that shit less than two hours. It was. It was. It was a movie. Uh, it's once again a Warner Brothers movie is made by community, not made by you know creative people. And that's, I would and say that's a real fucking problem. Yeah. The team up movies so far have been that, with the exception of BVS, because that's not really a team up movie yeah. until the end. And then that they, there they don't feels, even talk to each other. There it feels a little more. It sort of is. Yeah. When in the end it is. I don't like BVS. I don't like Man of Steel. But those are Zack Snyder movies. Right. I guess um. Uh, just wrapping it up, uh, transitioning to, would you want a Zack Snyder cut of Justice League? I don't think it fully exists, yeah. but I know there's a lot that they showed with the earlier cuts yeah. that does. I wouldn't that c- It could be like, uh, I don't know, but it, it's something like that exists, but it's not, it's not going to be with finished FX. It's not going to have like, I feel like the Richard Donner. Kind of yeah, where they're like, it's going to be rough around the edges, but maybe better. No, different because that that movie has a lot of things there's a, that no, are very of, different. There, there's a lot of like sections where, you, where you're going like that was longer. Like this Pers- section, huh? Personally, I would want to see a Zack Snyder cut. I, it, you're right, Diego. It would be rough around the edges, mm-hmm. but I I have to imagine it's better than anything that we got in this movie. I think it's just it has to be like it has to at least Zack Snyder's two movies and yes Man of Steel and Batman v Superman are not great movies, but at least those movies have a personality and a vision of where they're going. Yeah. Whereas this movie felt like it was a race to just be comprehensible. <laughs> That's how I feel about just it just felt like we needed to make sure we're not completely losing our audience at any point. I don't, I don't know, because I, I really do feel like the, the cut that Zack Snyder gave them, people, which are the execs were, was very much going, this is more of the same shit. Yeah. You, you gave us more of the same when... I know it will be probably dark and depressing too, but the thing is, at least there will, at least there will be some sort of a vision. Yeah. At the at end of would, the the CGI wouldn't be as noticeable, with the exception of like Steppenwolf or Cyborg. Yeah. Well, I think, I think PlayStation you, 2 yeah, villains. I think you're saying, Kel, that it would benefit more from being like a coherent thought than like a bunch of thoughts from different people. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. I'd, I'd say like it would benefit from being a coherent thought than a bunch of thoughts from a bunch of, a bunch of people. Right. It would just benefit more if we had a collective vision from Tyrio and Snyder yeah. rather than oh, let's get Jeff Johns, and then let's get, um, not, not, not dissing these people at all, but yeah. it's just better if we have 
like a more collective vision before you know ever, before you know the a the tragedy and before Warner Brothers finally just came in and just said oh wait okay we're going to mandate it to where we're going to give everyone the two hour Cliff Notes version of what we were going to make. Yeah, but the thing is that remember this movie is about making fucking money. All movies, movies are about making know, money, but, but the thing is that they from, don't need to be so hazard. Yeah, but from, yeah, what, I'm, a, from what I'm hearing yeah. from you know these previous screenings that people had, the movie was unintelligible. People were confused. Right. There were things that just didn't make sense in the movie. There was stuff that was you know mm-hmm. left hanging. You yeah. know, it was it, it kind of sounded like it was a mess, even if it was Zack Snyder's vision. Yeah. Anyway. And unfortunately, I think that comes from you know a, a, the tragedy that Zack Snyder had in the middle of making the movie. I don't think he was fully there. So, like, I don't think he was 100% checked in. I think he was 25% checked in and he was 75% checked out. And that was a, and that, and that's the reason why the cut they got, they needed to salvage. And I think what we have right now is the best possible outcome we could have had. Because from what I hear from these screenings, it was way worse. That's, well, if that's the case, then. Yeah, we'll save that. That's, that's the opposite of what I'm aware of. Uh, but Thanksgiving is a weird holiday to celebrate because America is kind of fucked up and colonialism is bad. So we're going to talk about Black Friday instead. And uh, But specifically, Shane Black Friday, a holiday we're dedicating to the man Shane Black, responsible for Lethal Weapon, Iron Man 3, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, The Nice Guys. Uh, well, I'm not, I haven't said which one's my favorite. We're going to talk about our favorite Shane Black movies. Yeah. Kale, you're the guest. I want you to go first. What are what is your favorite Shane Black movie? Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Okay, yeah. All right. There you go. I love that movie. I love how it's structured. I even love that we begin with essentially a robbery and then end with like the with our main character basically fighting off criminals. Mm-hmm. And that's it's just you know I love where the movie goes. I just love how it just. You know, normally, if I told you every single event that happened in this movie, you would think it was an incoherent mess. But somehow it's still cohesive and somehow still entertaining the whole way through. Mm-hmm. And Val Kilmer's performance as Gay Perry, is that what it yeah, is? The name? It's, fan, it's a fantastic performance, along with, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, giving another, like the collaboration that Robert Downey Jr. and and Shane Black have together. It's just incredible when they bring together. And also, somebody please give Michelle Monaghan some more work. Please. Oh, Let's so give her tremendous. something. She's so she's good. Really in that movie. Sorry? Like it, it, she is. I don't know why she's in MI6. She's in the New York MI6 movie. MI6? Mission Impossible? Oh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, but she's not allowed to do the notes. Well, this one, I would think. I would hope. I think she is. I think almost ever a lot of people are coming back. That's been throughout the franchise. There, but yeah, yeah. Somebody because she deserves. She's really good in movies, and she really does play the comedy while also being a really good actress. Yeah, I'd agree. Nick, favorite Shane Black movie? Oh, which I would I would have to either go with. Uh, no, you can just say it. we're not we're not well, picking, no, uh, fighting kiss, over them. Uh, kiss 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 Bang Bang is definitely my favorite. I really do like um, what was he Predator and also. Uh, oh, because he started it. Well, he started it. And he also co-wrote it. He wrote. Most, he, he, he wrote he, all his he, parts. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, sure. I'll yeah, take it. Writing blocks. In I'll there. take it. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm. Some of the best parts of. Print. I think he uh, he was writing Lethal Weapon. So. He was. He was writing <laughs> Lethal Weapon on the show. I, to be totally honest, I love the Lethal Weapon series mm-hmm. as well. Well, he only he's only responsible he's for, for one, one and a half. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but I really do think that uh, I really like Iron Man three. I like the Same. the fun, like the tragedy that Shane Black is able to get into. You know, Tony Stark's head. It's very it's very much a man who's you know who has PTSD and he's trying to get over it. The entire mm-hmm. movie, whether or not uh, is he just a man? Is he a hero because of the machine, or is he just a hero? And I like and I like Iron Man three because you don't see him in the in the suit a lot. You know, you get to hang out with Tony Stark instead of just hanging out with with Iron Man mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And the Mandarin twist is great because yeah. it reminds you that the military industrial complex is a thing. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a cool twist. It's great. Okay, it's a cool yeah. twist too. That's great. Yeah, it's, it's a nice twist. I mean, I I think people are you know what I do Stupid. like. <laughs> no, I, I do. I do like the. Uh, if you see the one shots that Marvel has, they did. There's they a did real man. That there is a real man. <laughs> I like that that one shot up until that point. Really? Because yeah, it I, feels like they're backtracking because they're backtracking because fans are. Well, I mean, you had to get the idea of the man from something. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the, the, the Eastern I mean, iconography that people think are like scary. Middle Eastern boogeyman, like, like that's the, all uh, they well, But I mean, yeah. they, they they already mentioned that there was a terror. There was a terror, like so it there's makes a, sense. There is a there is a terrorist organization. Well, if you like look back, like let's say that that one shot doesn't exist. There's a really interesting idea that Guy Pierce's version of the Mandarin has been just like fucking with Tony over the course of these movies, like in his own little ways. While he's building up like this private no, military he contracts, was he he's was funding terrorists. Was it really uh, involved with the Tenry? Mm-hmm. Like leading them? Like, yeah, no, off. no, but he's he's. He's uh he's involved in all these different. But you know what that sounds things. like, Spectre. Does yeah, it does. But Spectre plays it off way dumber. <laughs> but uh, what was it? But yeah, I I really do like Iron Man three. I yeah. think that uh, what was it? It's a nice. It was a nice change of pace for Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And everyone at that people may not like that movie as much, but I. I Same. Gene, I think um I'll go with uh, the nice guys. Mm. Is my yeah, choice. Um, it's a uh, very good choice. Yeah, it's a. Cool period piece, and it shows like uh, Los Angeles at that time dealing with uh, the smog issues that like one of the city, and that's part of the main plot. But I think that's like his coolest film. Mm-hmm. You know, it has like so many cool one-liners from uh, Russell Crowe and uh, Ryan Gosling. You get to see him like as kind of a cowardly kind of uh, comedic role. Is yeah, it really? safe to say that that's Ryan Gosling's best performance? Uh, yeah, I guess. I, like, I, I, I really enjoy it. I, 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 the only problem I have with it is I always like picture Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer in those roles, just because uh, it was originally written as Yeah, I mean, you could see them, but I think they... Oh, no, that is not true. Oh, it's not? I don't no. Know. Kiss Kiss, or uh, Nice Guys was written like a decade ago, maybe mm. even more, maybe less. So it's so long, longer than that. Right. Yeah, it was it was a while in development. I thought, I thought it was I thought it was always meant to be like a. They tried to make it a show and it didn't really work mm-hmm. out. No, it's a nice girl. No, it's a nice, which is a whole weird thing. Not because they're girls, just because it's about stupid men in the first. Place. I don't know. That's a whole it makes it thing. But um, yeah, no, it's. But uh, it was supposed to to be its own thing for a while, and then yeah. it just never took off. Mm. Yeah. But I'll go with that because it's just uh, I think it's such an interesting uh, work of his, and it says I think it's. You know, of all the messages it has, it's like the most uh, impactful, I guess, like pollution and all that. It also might be uh, the nicest Chain Black movie. Oh, yeah. Because, like, if you look at a lot of stuff he's written, like uh, The Long Kiss Goodbye or um, What's the one with Bruce Willis? Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero. Okay, that one, that's a nice feeling one. But uh, What's the one with Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans? 
Uh, oh, the new the last Boy Scout. Yeah, that's a oh, okay. mean movie. Though. Yeah. You know? So, how do you guys feel about Last Action Hero? I love that movie. I think it's great. <laughs> I love Last Action yeah. Hero. I think that that's one of like my favorite like movies I loved mm. when I was a kid. I enjoyed watching that movie. Yeah. Like the, just the fantasy of it. Like who who doesn't want to jump into their favorite like action movie and like mm. want to like play a role? Yeah. I don't want to get shot at, so I'm good. No, but I mean like it, but, but I'll leave but it to every, movies. Yeah. But but everybody's always wanted to. It's like, a fun little adventure thing. Yeah, it's a nice little adventure, and then but I mean even then like you think it's fun, and even like the characters are like, oh, this is fun. Like he can't die, and then in reality you're going like, wait, I need to fucking kill him. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. You could die. Yeah. Like the Dark Tower tries to do something like that. Yeah. You guys see that? Uh, the dark, yeah, the dark it, 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 yeah. It, it, it tries yeah. to something like that. It doesn't work. I don't like to think about it. I got, I got flashbacks to. I don't like to think about it. I, I got flashbacks to a shitty version of Last Action Hero. Right. Uh, <laughs> I think my favorite would, would be um, next year's Predator. I'm just assuming it's going to be my favorite because I love Predator and I love Shane Black. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you could say that. I mean, you could go no, to the future. Right yeah, now. yeah. No, um, I think my favorite is actually uh, Nice Guys too. Okay. Yeah, that for all the, the reason you said and more. There's not alcohol in these. Um, there's no more alcohol in <laughs> <laughs> No, um, yeah, I, I was. I thought it was a really surprisingly touching movie. Yes, as well as being kind of mean spirited, like Shane Black stuff. A little bit, but like yeah, in a, in a good way, not just because he's like fuck people, yeah. like uh, the counselor or something. Like, you know, Michael Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Michael Bay doesn't like people. No, but that's okay. I don't really like people either. And so yeah, Shane Black, good guy. Predator comes out next year. There's a stop motion poster somewhere online that looks cool. Looks good. Like yeah. lightning and shit. Did you guys see that? <laughs> I did, yeah. It's, it's a cool. No, he's dead. It's a very, very cool poster. Yeah. I want dinner. Nice. Did you see the, the motion stop poster, Kale? Uh, yes, it's really nice. Yeah. Really interesting. Like, yeah, Shane Black said he wanted to like uh, make the Predator movie like an event. And I was like, okay, well, it's a Predator. It's like this low-key thing. And then you see the motion poster and it's like lightning going over the suburbs, shaping out that line of the Predator. I'm like, okay. That's a cool poster. I That's get it now. Terrible. Yeah, so looking forward to that. Uh, moving on, we're going to talk about some other DC movies we want to see in the universe. Uh, Justice League is going to set some people back, obviously. Cyborg 2020 is not happening, right? Like, that's just not. I, yeah, I think you were. Failure Sad, too. but yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that was ever going to happen. I think they were just saying a lot of things people wanted to hear. No. They're like, well, Marvel Studios is doing it. Honestly, you know? I, 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 Who know? I, for the longest time, I didn't want Cyborg in the Justice League movie at all. I, I still don't. I, I think he... I've always put Cyborg in the Teen Titans. Yeah. And I think that would have been a very interesting idea is if he's, you know, part of this... If like, he's friends with them and he's able to get the financing from Bruce Wayne to fund another team yeah. of, like, young heroes. But he's not a teenager in Justice League, though. No. Justice League How gets a lot like, of people He's, like, 20? He's, like, maybe, like, he's, 20? He's the kid. He's in his mid-20s. Yeah, he's in his twenties, yeah. right? Like he's like mm-hmm. something like that. Well, yeah, because how long was he dead for? In the movie? Well, because he I don't know. <laughs> no, because he was supposed to still be in high school when he fucking got injured. That's yeah. why. No, he so, was in Gotham uh, University. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was at Gotham University. He was at the football game. He was at the football game. That's oh, right. yeah. Back in. Right. I thought he was in high school. No, yeah. no, he was in college. That still is weird. I guess unless like you can make a team up movie with Cyborg, and, it's very convoluted, Nick. Yeah. It's very convoluted. yeah. It's it's weird. Uh, there were supposed to be more scenes with Cyborg in it. Yeah, like, to explain to explain like how exactly he was injured. Also, fun fact: apparently, he dies at the end. Really? It, That's what dies. I did hear. Yeah. yeah, I did hear that there were. No I don't know how true that one is, but I've heard that. I heard, I did people. hear that like Cyborg dies in a cut. I mean, yeah, 
and then it's going to end with what we'll talk about. We'll talk about it. Uh, oh, Jay, you last time, mm-hmm. what DC movie would you want to see? I would want to see uh, um, one of the like adaptions of um, one of their Crisis books. So like maybe uh, Final Crisis or Infinity Crisis, more like uh, multiverse. I feel like that's what it's going. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, like they, they have going. to because they want to read them again. I, I feel like, that's like what going. you that's mean like a specific plotline? No, 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 like character plotline, whatever. Oh, something sure. you want to okay. see from DC Comics in the movies. I would want to see a like a Batman film. I like the Batman film that Matt Revs is like doing, where you get like Reeves. Kind of, Reeves, sorry. Um, it's kind of like Seven. What'd you say? Oh, I have no idea. Seven. There's nothing out about. Oh, it. Well, or the game. I've heard. Different. Okay. Yeah. It's, heard it's, it's supposed to be a detective movie. Yeah. It's supposed to be more. I would. I would want to see um, something more with uh, like villains you haven't seen before. So like mm-hmm. Black Mask. I like that. Or Man Bat. Um, just more of. Uh, Condiment King. Condiment, Condiment King, yeah. King. Yes. Man. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. I'm still. I'm not. That, dude, I'm still saying that one of the best Batman movies coming out that's come out in the last like four years is still Lego Batman. Lego Batman. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that's like top three. It's one of the best. Lego Batman's great. Everyone's going to watch that. The minute I saw Condiment King, I like in my seat went like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know what I would want to see? I would want to see them uh, because they're eventually going to have to recast uh, Batman. Yeah, well, we'll get there too. Well, like, well, yeah, I would want to see uh, something like uh, Batman R.I.P. Like you, uh, the death of Batman. Death of Batman. Like you uh, adapt one of Grant Morrison's stories, and you could kind of change the Batman to Dick my, Grayson my, for a while. My thing so is that because that's I think Grant. That's my favorite that, uh, Grant but, Morrison title. But the thing is that if you do the the death of Batman, the reason why once again, just like in, well, he doesn't die. In return, well, I mean, you would have to do it after the final crisis when Darkseid kills him. No, you don't. I mean, you could. You, you could. You just change it. It's yeah, not, you, you, you can know, change it's not it real. up. You can change it up, but I mean, the thing is that. Well, I would. There's uh, no, uh, there's no so, heart behind it. No, like uh, all the Doctor Hurt stuff. Yeah, but the thing is that there's like, no heart no. behind it. There, you haven't had bat. You haven't had Batman in a movie. This Batman in a movie for long enough to give a shit. Hmm. I don't and think the Batman set, in the movie gives a shit. Also, anymore. you haven't. Also, you haven't set up like the Bat Family and stuff hmm. like that. Like a battle for the cow. Yeah, the but, but yeah, you could. Uh, I mean, you could wait until you know you, they show the other Bat Family. Like you would have to, but I th- I'm saying this movie is like at least five years. Yeah. Like that. Like, well, I'll wait five years. You have, to, you have to introduce like an entire Bat family, you know, fucking his friends, okay. and stuff but like that. I'll wait five years, but that's what I want. Right. Uh, Kale, what would you want to see from the DC universe? I uh, I wouldn't want to see a literal adaptation of Batman Year One, but a variation of it. I would love to see. I would like to see more, like a TV adap- more of a TV adaptation of Year One, like him solving more crimes. Him in his beginning phase of basically like let's see where the I want to see more of the detective side of Batman and more of the like where it began. I know we got to see a lot of it in Batman Begins, but I think Batman Begins, but I think in a t, but I think but I don't think Batman Begins does enough of the mystery stuff correct that Batman's known for. I mean, Batman's known as the greatest detective of all time. He should. I would love to see more of Batman just solving crimes and and given a story where you know he has to fight Falcone, uh, Carmine Falcone, and that kind of story. So those are the stories I would like to see. If if any DC adaptation, other stories I would like to see. I have my own ideas of Superman trilogy, and as I was talking, I don't know if it was you or Gene, but I was talking to like let's see a Superman story where. He's like where he has to like where he does learn the you know 
the appreciation appreciation of life, but not through killing someone. <laughs> that would be my way. Yeah, yeah. If anything, he would have to learn it through, you know, having to watch someone he was trying to save die. Mm -hmm. That would be my way of, you know, that would be my way of doing a Superman story because, because I, I just because I, as Superman's presented as the Boy Scout, he doesn't. He doesn't need to kill people. Mm. Like he can literally throw people in a prison if necessary. Like like literally just hold yeah. them, put them in a jail cell and close the door. But, but um but yeah, I just I would like to see more of a I'm a big Batman fan. I would love to see more of Batman as a detective. Okay. That'd be my thing. Mm -hmm. All right. Nick. Uh easy, world's finest. Uh, I want to see a proper team up movie. I want to see a proper team up movie. I think Where they talk. Can, I think you can make it, uh, you know, a, a very Thor Ragnarok esque. Where you know, I, I like the idea of like there's a bounty on both Batman and Superman's head, and like they have to work together to. Like, oh, like uh, public this. enemies. Yeah, yeah. You do public enemy, you do world's finest, where they're both trying to like stop their biggest villains and everything like that. Like you can you can do so many things. I just want them to be friends. Yeah, and like. Feel like, like they're friends. Like make them feel like yeah. they're friends and like bond. And because even Public Enemy, like one of the greatest scenes is when Batman takes the ship into fucking space to go blow up a missile in the animated movie. Yeah, in the animated movie. And then like Superman's like, "You just killed one of my best friends." And you can actually feel like Superman, like the rage of like Superman feeling that his best friend just died and stuff like that. Or any other movie where Superman trusts Batman enough to give him kryptonite. The ring. And stuff like that, yeah. yeah, like a kryptonite ring, anything else. I think that I just want more friendship. I want to, I want to actually believe these people like each other, <laughs> not that they're just forced to be there. Uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, I, think, I think one of the, the greatest scenes inside of Justice League was when uh, Aquaman sits on the lasso of truth on accident. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the funniest and greatest scenes inside the movie where like you, it's a it's an honest idea of where of what he's thinking and how exactly he want he doesn't want to die and. You know he, you know he's being honest with the entire team. It's a bonding kind of thing. I like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Now for me, uh, Green Lantern all the way. I think it's Green it's Lantern ridiculous show. that oh, yeah. we haven't had a Green Lantern movie yet. Green Lantern show? Was it? I'm gonna tie this all together. I would love to see a Green Lantern movie directed by Shane Black. I don't know if I want to see that actually. I don't know. Oh come on! You know you do, and deep down inside, I don't know. I don't know how it would work with like all the special effects. And it would probably be good, but I don't know if I want that. Yeah, is all. I'll add. I'll add one more. I'd really want a new gods movie because they're heartily in Justice League, like all the new gods. I don't know how you would pull off a new gods movie. I mean, I think Mr. Miracle. Honestly, Guardians of the Galaxy Two had Kurt Russell as a giant horny planet. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. If you can get James Gunn to do the new gods, I think that'd be funny. I think it, I think it'd be, it, it would make a lot of sense. Do yeah. it. Go for it. I'm, you know, get Joss. Get Joss to do a new gods movie. I yeah. feel like he's not going to make Batgirl anymore because I feel like he's a fall guy. He's a fall guy. No, I like they're blaming him for Justice League. No, because you know why? I don't think that they're going to blame him for Justice League at all because I think that it's one of the. It's going to be the argument of, well, look what you did. Yeah. Like I did, mm -hmm. you know, you're getting you're getting mixed reviews still from what I did, but before when you were doing like screenings, you were getting all negative reviews yeah. and everything like that. Like there was nothing positive that people were again, saying. I, 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 again, I haven't 
I haven't heard it was that bad. I don't bad. see him like. I, I keep, I keep but I, I really don't see him as the whole guy. I mean, like, he likes a tweet making fun of the villain. I mean, that's like stupid, but it's not like. Oh, yeah, I wasn't even referring to that. Yeah, but I know. It's, 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 it's one of those things of like. I, I don't see him as a fall guy. Yeah, how, how is well, here, well, well, let's hold, let's hold on to it. We'll, um, we'll open yeah. it with, with a juxtaposition discussion. Uh, one more thing, Kale, for a, a DC Red Sun movie. Uh, you haven't read the comic, right? Uh, I've read the Wikipedia. Okay, okay. The only good As many of your fans content. are now going to break down the doors. Uh, well, the, the basic concept of Superman Red Sun is Superman lands in communist Russia. Instead of Smallville. Yeah, which is bad for just a whole bunch of reasons. And the whole story yeah. revolves around that and how the perception of the world would change, how that changes him fundamentally as a, as a human being, or I guess Kryptonian, who's being a human. And uh, it's a really interesting concept, much like all Mark Miller comics. And like all Mark Miller comics, I, I don't like it. But it's a great concept. So, Kale, in your in your perfect world, how do you see this movie? Who, who's working on it? Um, I would like to see. I would like to see uh, Doug Lyman direct the movie mm-hmm. first of all, because I think Doug Lyman does political thrillers very well. Uh, I mean, he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did the Born Identity, which people are people don't they love it, but they love the sequels more. But I still think Tony, but I mean, not Tony, uh, Doug Lyman really does, you know, he he could really bring something to it. And also, it seems like he's been wanting to do a superhero story about a character that has, you know, that's not quite sure of his place or is not necessarily the hero of the story. And, and from what I've read of the Wikipedia, Batman, Superman is very much more through the prism of just of what I've read, he's not the good guy. He's not, you know, someone, you know, that we we know. He's not the the good person. We'll just say that. And so, I would like to see Doug Liman do that kind of movie. I would like to see Army Hammer play Superman. Um, and from from a writer, um, I got. I'm trying to think. Johnny Gilroy, maybe just. Yeah, uh, and then or maybe Chris Terrio because Chris Terrio also is a decent political writer. Anybody but Howard Gordon. Anyone? Any Gordon? Uh, and then, um, and then that's all I got. I just very interesting that the movie will end in Krypton. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, it'd be cool to have Grant Morrison just to mess with Mark Miller. <laughs> As the writer, Grant Morrison, Mark Millar's rival. Give Mark Millar a stroke. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be kind of funny. Um, yeah, I th- but I, I think you could do Red Sun, but I think you should do it like a, uh, was it like a, an apocalyptic movie? Like following the resistance instead of following Superman. So like the Nightmare Sequel? Yeah, kind of like mm-hmm. that, but you, but you're, but you're, you're not, you're not with any of the superheroes, but okay. with the resistance fight. Yeah, well, uh, Batman was. I think that would be a nice, act, like that would be kind of like a nice change of pace. You know, you're not yeah. actually following these heroes. Or uh, just... you know, it'd be cool if it centers on Luther, because he's the president in that timeline. Yeah, I mean that uh, would be, be kind, that, of, cool. that'd be kind yeah. of interesting too. You know, kind of like uh, from a different perspective, like you just kind of seeing or you're, I think it'd be interesting of being like a man. You can do it very. Um, what is it like? Uh, Saving Private Ryan. S. Where you have like a soldier on the ground fighting against Superman's army. And stuff like that. You can, and you can very much like kind of like have that like to the ground war 
like aspect to it. Like, that would be kind of interesting. I'm not trying to burst your bubble, but that's, that's literally the nightmare sequence, <laughs> which I like. So you're not on the wrong path. Does it center around a soldier? Oh, I have another writer who could do it. For Red Sun. Drew Goddard. Oh, okay, yeah. Drew Goddard could really do... uh, I think Drew Goddard could really do it. uh, With the team above Doug Lyman still. Yeah, such a good writer. I was watching Alias back in the day. And uh, I was like, this feels like a Drew Goddard episode. And I knew right away. I I looked online. I was like, oh, my God, he he wrote this episode. It's like the best one. I actually wouldn't mind if you did it as a spy thriller. If you had somebody in Superman's uh, camp that was like... Jennifer Garner from Alias. Yeah, yeah, and and have somebody leaking information to Batman and stuff like that. And you're kind of in like you're like in the outside. You're in the outside just watching what Superman kind of does. And like, it's like uh, very like... um, like departed S, where like he's always in danger, and especially since instead of you fighting against a mob boss, you're fighting against the fucking strongest man in the world, fucking with laser and stuff like that. So I think that would be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. That's that's all. That's all. That's the show. Goodbye. <laughs> no, um, no, yeah. Great uh, job, everybody. That's on interesting, interesting story. Uh, I would need to be sold on on a movie. Still, the nightmare sequence is, is a good kickoff point. Um, speaking of nightmares, we all saw Justice League, and we all walked away with different different opinions of it. But no, let's let's start off with what we did like. I want to be positive. Kale, I know you're you might like it even less than I did. What did you like about Justice League? Like, be honest. Like, there's there's got to be something mm. that you enjoyed. Um, I liked I liked the end credits. <laughs> uh, but I like no, I I liked the Superman resurrection scene where Superman's just at his memoriam and everyone. It's like showing up and they're all like, oh shit, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Yeah, even like Cyborg starts, his mechanics start panicking. It's a, all through and through, it's a really good scene, even to the point where, we're in spoilers, right? We can do spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Even even when Superman says to Batman, do you bleed? I was like, me and my friend Chris and Brandon, we were sitting together just like, oh my god, this movie just got amazing. I, 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 and then he just throws Batman down. Batman realized he does bleed. No, but I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I don't somewhere else, though. Well, here, here, let, let's, let's, let's talk about what we like, and then yeah. we'll talk about what diverged, what didn't, and how surprised you'll be when you hear how much you actually like the Zack Snyder stuff this time. Uh, Gene, what did you like about it? I like Batman didn't kill anyone. <laughs> I know, dude. Like, it's a movie. Who cares about that? I mean, you know, no, it's an anchor because it's like they keep reinforcing this idea that of uh, this misconception of Batman that's like really easy to get. Like, I was telling Kale, it's like one plus one equals two. Like, it should it just goes with the character, and that's more of a general sense where it's like they got the characters right, like Superman smiles. Like, I felt all the Superman scenes in Justice League were way more interesting than anything you saw in. EVS or Man of Steel, like him being like, you know, like I believe in truth, justice. That was really cool. Like I felt all that stuff was like way more interesting than let's explore how he's a Christ-like figure for two movies. And, um, you know, he acts like how he does in the comics where he's like, you know, he's a, he's not a depressed guy and he's more of a proactive figure. So I like that they got those two characters, right. And, um, I, I did like um, parts of Danny Elton's score. I will say that. I think he reuses some kind of uh, variations of his earlier Avengers work, but I didn't mind him like reusing the Batman theme or uh, he reuses Williams' Superman theme, but it's sinister. 
So I kind of like the music. I just don't like when he reused the Avengers theme. I think it's a decent soundtrack. And um, the uh, sorry, it's all good. Yeah, um, trying to think here. The stuff. We just come back to you. No, no, no. Um, I like that the characters actually got to interact with each other and talk to each other instead of like what's the Zack Snyder line where it's like that doesn't make sense. Two people in costumes talking to each other. Yeah, and then he goes on to dress just like yeah. So like you know, it was, it was just cool to see them actually talk to each other and interact and be like make sense for them to feel for each other instead of like just randomly grieving, you know, like Batman does at the beginning of this movie. Um, and yeah, some of the action sequences were good. Um, the League versus Superman, that was a good sequence. Um, some of the uh, glimpses that you saw into the other parts of the DC universe, I really- So enjoyed. you liked everything? What's up? You liked everything? No, I didn't like, I didn't like okay. some parts of it. But uh, because I feel like uh, for Easter eggs and cameos and like kind of being, you know, like doing what Marvel does with their cinematic universe, UVS had some of the worst Easter eggs I've ever seen. Like, that's not how to do anything. Like, I remember the scene with Cyborg and the Mother Box. My friend, this is next one, he literally was like, what's that? And I'm like, in the middle of the scene, I'm like, that's Mother Box. And he's like, what's Mother Box? So as this scene's going on, I'm like, explain what a Mother Box is. I'm like, it's an iPad for the gods. It could do whatever. And the scene's still going. And then, like, you know, Dark Side uses it. And I'm explaining it to him. And it's like, you shouldn't have to do that for an Easter egg. You know, if it's, yeah, so... Oh, I, I mean, well, they, yeah, they, yeah, they I mean, did the same thing in Thor Ragnarok. If you didn't know it, no, but that wasn't such like the movie didn't like stop and like it revolves around. I, the no, I feel like that's that's a little too much of a complaint. I mean, it doesn't. No, but no, it's a, the, the problem is the scenes don't really like add up to anything in yeah. that movie. No, but that's not how you do it. If you have to like sit down and explain to someone like. Like it interrupts your viewing experience. I had to do the same like, thing in Thor. Yeah. When, so when someone when I when they showed the Infinity Gauntlet. In the yeah, but it, it it's just it's in the background, like or the end of Avengers when yeah. Thanos shows up. Like no yeah, one knows, no one yeah. knew Thanos was. Oh, but those, but that's like the Infinity Gauntlet. It's the camera passes by. You're making me defend Justice League. Don't make me do this. You're making me defend BVS. Are we into negatives now? No, 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 no. That's why positive. They could do Easter eggs better. Uh, is it Bashir? Yeah. All right. Uh, you know what? I I thought there was a lot of stuff that was good. Um, let's let's I, limit it to like three. Okay. Just because Gene took a long time. It's all good. You liked it. Um, wrong with that. To be totally honest, I I feel that I love the chemistry between the team. I think the team had a, had a nice chemistry. Uh, like cyborg. The, the cyborg uh, and the Flash. I, I think that was a little weird when they were trying. When there was a scene with them digging it. Which are grave. Digging a grave. grave. We're not in slowly, English yet. Don't make me slowly. But <laughs> um. But what was it? Uh, I actually thought Bat there was a nice Batman in I will say they were doing it slowly because they were respectful. Okay, okay. that's fine. There you go. But uh, what was it? I, I did think it's so stupid. I thought, I thought the retrospective of Batman that was that was an interesting idea of the fact that Superman is more human than I am mm -hmm. because Batman tried. I mean, Superman is actually he holds a job. He found love. He, you know, he's lived in this world. What have I done? I I. I, I'm rich and I stay in a fucking mansion and I just keep to myself. Yeah, beat and I beat the, the shit out of people in the middle of the night. And like, he's more human and he has more of a connection to this world than I actually do. And I thought that was a really nice, that was an interesting retrospective. Like, you know what? That's a fucking point. Like, it's, mm -hmm. a, good, it's a good idea. Um, the Flash, I kind of liked. I liked, I, I, I feel like he was supposed to be comic relief. Yeah. And a lot of his actions worked, but a lot of his one-liners didn't. And, I, and that was, I mean, it was okay. Uh, and stuff like that. Um, Besides that, I mean, I, I, there was a couple more stuff that I that I really liked, but I didn't want to. 
Yeah. Uh, it was a solid I'll, experience. I'll, for I'll put it. I'll put it in the defense because yeah. I already know I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm it's three against one right now, and I'm. I'm, I'm down. No, no, it's, it's two against two. It's pretty no, good it's, right it's, now. It's three against one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight this fight. Oh, he's <laughs> on your side. Yeah. Is Gino my side? Yes. Yeah, I, I like okay, that. it's two on two. Yeah. I, 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 I think. I think you guys were on drugs and you liked it. I think. I think. No. Um. I. I really like the scene when Superman comes back, and the entire team who I never really buy their chemistry because there's. You just hop from scene to scene with them. They're not actually building anything. They're just talking. And it's not, you're not building connection with them. I'm not negative. I'm sorry. But um, when they all fight Superman, you, yeah, they're all useless. I felt, yeah, <laughs> you feel like them working together. Uh-huh. But by this point, it doesn't matter because Superman is Superman. And, and like the, fla- he the Flash is running around. That, scene is fucking that, cool. is, that was, that was the, amazing. That was, the that was legitimately cool. I've ever seen of just like him fighting. He's in the speed force. And he just catches just, the Flash out of the corner of his eye. You see him look at him. And you're yeah. like, oh. Oh yeah, man. I see you. That's cool. And uh, that's, uh, to the that's point cool. of Batman too, I like that actually a lot because I finally got into like the rhythm of Batman versus Superman, mm-hmm. where it's just like this nihilistic fascist thing that exists in our world about how much people suck and that Batman is a crazy person now. Uh-huh. And I ended up liking it. I still think it's poorly put together, but I like that stuff and I like Lex Luthor a lot. And I missed him in this movie for the most part. Oh, no. we'll, we'll get there um and uh originally the idea was batman was gonna be like borderline suicidal going into the final fight uh yeah and uh wonder woman and cool. aquaman were gonna save him in the finale where he was like driving off to like crash and step for some shit and um they would have been like you're more good to humanity alive than you would be if you were to become a martyr and they inspire him to like live which is kind of a cool idea if you if this is the batman that we have that's a good narrative idea uh, like I art for him yeah yeah it's a good art for him if this you know he's a crazy person now, and you also I, see that in some of the justice league and he's always like trying yeah. to sacrifice himself. well yeah he yeah. always he always, yeah. he always tries to sacrifice himself mm-hmm. and like he's like it's yeah, a good segue into like the the known version of batman yeah you know? but, the, but the thing is that that's that's very batman-esque of like the, the world doesn't need a batman the world needs a superman it needs a one mm-hmm. man that I, i'm here i'm a fucking crazy person <laughs> yeah, and like all I do is I go on rooftops and scare the shit out of criminals. And beat them yeah, you know, and uh, I, I let's see. I like the I like this in BBS too. I like the design of the uh, parademons. Yeah, they're kind of cool looking. It's, it's, yeah. it's very yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, they have a nice design too. I like that bug, the, the mm-hmm. bug shape, and I like their goggles and stuff like that. I'm not going to get anything else about the the new god stuff because that's all negative for me. Mm-hmm. But parademons look cool. Um, I actually missed Zimmer's score. And I gave it a lot of shit because it's really loud. Yeah, and, yeah. I would say, but uh, I missed half it. of it was like junky at most. Or a few. It's 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 all gone. None of it exists. Yeah, but you know no, what? No, no, I meant in BBS. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Both I, of them, I thought did excellent. I, I like I liked the idea that uh, that Danny Elfman had, like saying, like you know, as Warner Brothers, we have a very long history of great scores. Mm-hmm. Like, why shouldn't we use that? You know, I like the idea of that too. But then that's not what this movie was made for initially. Yeah, and so I, it feels kind of jarring to me. Honestly, when he, I, when he uses, yeah, uses but, this one. but yeah. you know what? To, to is it honest, just the Batman theme or the Superman? It's also the Superman theme. Superman theme, theme. Too. You, know, you don't like that? As much as I love that theme, like that's the superhero theme. No, I. You don't like him reusing it and making it sinister. No, but he used I really, it twice. I really thought no, but he used it twice. Cool. I mean, he used sure. it twice. Yeah, used I just don't like the music in this movie. I just it it just it's like everything else in the movie. It just feels like, just feels like nothing. It just feels. It feels just whatever. Just throw it in there, like yeah, but, throw in the Batman theme and the Superman theme in there. Yeah, like, but, that's, that's, that's the point to the Batman theme where it was um, 
you know, he said that there's only one thing for Batman. So this was like him, like calling back to the legacy. Of well, the thing the is that also, I, I think for the, sure, but there's no theme for the Justice League. No, there isn't yeah, really. Like, there's oh, yeah. no central theme. But, I, so, I, but I, also I, Batman didn't have a theme in BBS really. Yeah, but, but, yeah, yeah, but it wasn't, dun, 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 yeah, but it wasn't memorable. It was like a Marvel. Like it wasn't a good theme. Here's the thing, though. I think for the, for the everyday moviegoer, they didn't even notice it was there. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't notice that, didn't um, notice that there was old stuff probably either. Yeah, because I because I went with my girlfriend and another person, and I told them at the very end, oh, it was really nice that they put the Batman and the Superman theme in there. They were like, I was in there. Mm-hmm. I think the problem mm-hmm. is that, that it's also there. really subdued. Yeah, like, it, like it's, it's, it it's a lot. Like, like, you know, the difference yeah, between uh, the, the score of the first Avengers and the second one? Yeah. Age of Ultron has some good music cue. For the most part, it's like, oh, yeah, they got a different composer. I didn't know. Yeah, like, I, I, I felt like Danny Elfman's theme was better in Avengers 2. Than it's the same theme, just a little, like... Oh, no, like, I think he yeah. added more... Just a little bit more finite, or a little bit more revised. I, I, I you, you know how much I love Age of Ultron, but I really, that's I really not think the strength that's a of that movie. Pick, I like I really the themes, though, in that film. Huh? I liked his I liked his work in Age of Ultron better than Okay, Ultron. but I mean for, for for I'm talking about Justice League. Okay, yeah. I'm talking about Injustice League, not Age of Ultron. I think that the music was I I, I, I get that some people are going like music is bad mm-hmm. and everything like that. But for me it was a nice little like Easter egg for you know for me. Because yeah. I enjoyed because as soon as I heard it, I was like, Oh, that's cool. I enjoyed that. You know, uh most people not even gonna fucking notice. People are not gonna notice that this Oh, I noticed. Bad. Huh? Yeah, he noticed. Yeah, you, well, <laughs> we noticed. Looking, yeah, you're looking for it. You honestly, you were because you were diagnosed. Well, no, I don't, I don't even think it's that we're looking for. I think it's just that we know it. Yeah, but you know it so well. But also, I think also unintentionally when you're watching a movie or anything like that, you're paying attention to the theme. You're 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 going because the theme has to do everything with the scene as well. The theme, the, the this music combined with the scene is going to give you the entire film. And a lot of people just you know, give a shit about it. You know. Like I think that. you'd be surprised how, how how much more people care about the music than the other ones. I'm not, I'm there's not. a reason why people complain about the Marvel music not carrying over for a while. Yeah, I know. You know? But I, I, I do think that not a lot of people notice that those, both two, those two things. Well, here, so the music is a problem for me, but it's so far and away the last That's problem the, for that, me. That was the, yeah. the, oh, just really quick negative, because we don't have a lot of time. We're still going to get to Nunez. I thought it was really weird that at the very end of the movie it was like, hey, this is my house, but it's turning into a clubhouse. That Bruce Wayne did. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the Flash all that much. Mm-hmm. I thought the Flash was. Uh, it's kind of a hindrance. I thought he was very useless. Like, yeah. uh, He's as, always as, stumbling and falling. Yeah, not only that, but also as one of the most mm-hmm. powerful members of the league, he was pretty fucking useless. Like, yeah. uh, oh, Barry, go get people. Like, don't help us in the fight against a new guy. Go help get people out and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, yes, he was it was a good idea, though. It's a good it's, idea. Get yeah, everyone out of the city that's still here. But I think, I, I, I feel like for the Flash, that would have, like, been boom, boom. All right, done. Yeah. Gene? Um, I would say the negatives, it kind of had a incoherent vision. I'll say a little bit of that. Um, the villain was just terrible. Like Steppenwolf, I just not. Is Malekith that? He might be worse than Malekith. Because at least Malekith is. Oh, real. he's definitely worse than Malekith. At least yeah. Malekith has motivation. Step, yeah, Steppenwolf is bad. Um, some of the jokes kind of fall flat. Um, and Batman still kind of uses a gun. He uses an alien weapon. Um, 
and one scene in the final battle, so they still haven't learned some stuff. You know what? I think it's really weird that, like, I have to keep on, like, referring back to the Justice League animated series, where yeah. it's like, there's a scene where he battles, yeah, fucking, like, uh, where he battles Dark Side. Dark Side. He's like, oh, that's not my style. Yeah, and like he's throw- and he's like running out of batterings, and then Luthor hands him a gun. He's like, yeah. here's a gun. Use this. And he's like, not my style. And he's like, all right, well, you're gonna fucking die. And he and, doesn't. <laughs> and like, I, I just don't understand why we, at no point can we keep going. Like, that's a simple. That's a simple joke, and it keeps to the. Yeah. And it keeps to the it's simple request. Though, you see, just, just do it. Uh, Kale negatives. We got a rapid fire though. Okay, uh, the thirsty line. Uh, <laughs> that was weird. God, Lee, that was terrible. Uh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Wait, Nick, you didn't get the thirsty joke. Uh, Should I explain it? <laughs> no, 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 he got it. He just uh, didn't know it was Whedon. I didn't know that was Whedon. I thought that was. A lot of the third act stuff is Whedon. All the Superman stuff, with the exception of like some of the stuff on the farm, is Whedon. Mm-hmm. So that was Snyder. Mm-hmm. No, the yeah. stuff on the farm was okay. Snyder. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, everything else is Whedon. Yeah, okay, what was the last okay. Uh Some of the others, I didn't really... I just didn't really care for a lot of what Whedon brought in. Like, yes, his Superman stuff, like everything he brought in with, with Superman was really well done. It's just a lot of his additions were not were kind of the worst sides of Whedon, as, we, as we've seen. Like, like there's that whole j- joke of... Uh, Flash falling on uh, we on Wonder Woman's cleavage, and and there's yeah, yeah that's an Age of Ultron, unfortunately. Yeah, and yeah, and some of the other stuff I didn't really like. Generally, the problem I have with the film, just to kind of speed it up, is it just felt so much like disposable lettuce. Like we were like it just felt like iceberg consuming iceberg lettuce, where it just felt like every nothing really built to anything, and nothing really was emotionally moving. Like there's moments in the movie where you might get an emotional moment, never really builds to anything conclusive. You and and while yes, it's great to see Superman smiling and Batman not killing people, and Wonder Woman still being you know empowered and all that's all Lord. fantastic. But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really mean anything if the movie if the movie has nothing going on of anything interesting, because the thing about Avengers, yes, you can say Loki shows up, he, you know, starts some shit and then the Avengers have to bring, come together and save the day. Um, While you can say that that's the basic plot of Avengers, but the thing is there's an emotional through line through that movie. and And not only that, there's an emotional through line through those characters. For me, there's not really that much going on with each of the characters. Yeah. So while I like the cast particularly, there's just nothing emotionally going on with each character, and that was my biggest problem yeah. with Justice my, my, League. My thing is that you know there was a couple of things that like yes you know something that we did didn't work and everything like that, but we don't know what the studio asked him. Yeah. Yeah. Like we don't we don't know what well, he came they, in as a hired gun. He wasn't going to reshape. He, he wasn't going to reshape the, the movie. movie. Yeah. I'm almost positive they had like things where they were like, listen, we were, we we think this would be funny here. You know, put a joke here. We don't really care what it is. You know, put a joke here. Like, it, we don't really know what the what the studio asked, and the, the studio could have asked for some fucking bonkers shit, and you know, he was forced to kind of put it in and stuff like that. So I mean, we're, we don't know what <laughs> happened behind closed doors and everything else of what what the studio. I will say for. you can you can tell what is hidden and what is not though. Mm-hmm. Just the way it's shot and lit no, and color corrected. Yes, it is it is blatant. 
and the, the, the I I will not put the mustache problem on on anybody in particular. That was a bad hand they got dealt. I was telling them they should have uh, just given them a beard. They, sh- they should have. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I guess my, my my last little problem with it. It's weightless. It is it is meaningless. This is the first Justice League movie ever, and it's probably as bad as Thor: The Dark World for me. Just a completely inefficient sea bass of a movie. There you go. It's sea bass. Uh, like like Matt and I say all, all the time now. They're, at, at least in Thor two, Loki has a through line. Yeah. So every at least pterodactyls in it, but this this is like okay. This is awful. Watch Citizen Kane. That's all I'll say. Watch Citizen Kane. Go look for the pterodactyls. Yeah, look for the pterodactyls in Citizen right. Kane. So, it's very literal. Uh, but that's that's all of our thoughts on Justice League. Uh, uh, not very happy about it. Let's cut to a quick interview, and then we're gonna wrap up the show. Uh, we're here with Susan Eisenberg, Wonder Woman herself, at Stan Lee's LA Comic Con, Kamikaze, whatever it's called now. I'm Diego Crespo. <laughs> Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm here. It's exciting. Fans everywhere. It's all good. Uh, you portrayed Wonder Woman in the much-beloved Justice League animated series. Uh, it's a big year for Wonder Woman. What does it feel like to be a part of such a broad legacy for the character? It feels extraordinary. Um, it feels like a privilege. And I'm just so grateful that I'm around to be interviewed, to know that I played even a small part in her history. It's an honor, truly. Uh, what do you think it is about the character that's endured for so long? I and mean, she's kind of like the feminist icon for superheroes. Exactly. I mean, she's a feminist icon. She's an icon. She is um, has endured all these years, 75 years. And she's the only one out there. I mean, she was created... Um, to stand next to Superman, to stand next to Batman, and she's been doing it all these years. She's not um, lesser or greater than either one of them. She's equal to. And so I think that she will endure for the next 75 and 75 after that. And she's extraordinary. Uh, given your time in Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, is there any particular aspect that you really admired about the character the most or like a specific story that constantly refer to? You know, there are a couple. I mean, so I loved I loved the beginning when she's leaving Themyscira and she was vulnerable and then you see her grow up throughout the series. So I loved watching her acclimate to the League and to, like forge bonds within the League and I love so I love that I love that she became a leader within that League and also I loved the relationship with her and Batman. I thought that was like adorable and sweet. Um, and I loved her relationship with Jean because they were both outsiders. And um, and they were both coming from these other places and had to acclimate to these new spaces. And they did it kind of together. So I loved that. Uh, speaking of Batman and Wonder Woman, that was really the first time that that had been done as a romantic interest possibly. Yeah. Uh, what do you think it is about those characters that drew them together? You know, you'd have to ask, honestly, you'd have to ask the writers and Bruce Tim because they created that art, that story art. But I just know that I loved playing it because it was a, it was a different side to her. It wasn't the princess or the warrior. It was just this, um, you know, it was a different angle to her personality. So it was that flirty Wonder Woman, which was a joy to play. At the same time, I always say, like, I don't need them to go off and get married and have children. I, I loved that it was... 
will they, won't they, you know, she knows that he adores her, and I loved her catching him in all these little moments when he was talking about her and his feelings for her with the Green Lantern, and she's right behind him. I mean, I just love all those moments. So, it's like, she's got his number, and she's probably the only one who does, so I love that. Uh, and last question. You're pretty much the definitive Wonder Woman for a whole generation of fans who grew up with the animated series, Justice League. Is there anything you'd like to see the films do with Wonder Woman now that they're essentially passing on, they're picking up the torch where yeah, you left off? You know what, I think they're in good hands because I think Patty Jenkins and um, her team has such a strong sense of who Wonder Woman is and I think they're going to honor who this woman is and she's going to be a warrior and she's going to be this princess, if you will. And I think they're going to honor both those sides of her. So, I mean, I know she's in good hands going forward. I have no doubt that the fans have waited so long for this, and I think they will not be disappointed. I mean, that's my personal feeling about it. I mean, but stay tuned. I think we're all excited. Uh, thank you so much for your time, and thanks for watching the Waffle Press Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, usually we do a Kirk Watches segment, but Kirk's not here. So, we have the next best thing, the Kirk... Experience Anthony Nunez. Oh, so we don't have to kill him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you for joining us. So, I briefed so Nunez, I briefed you on uh, kind of Kirk watches. Kirk doesn't watch movies, but you watch movies. I, I, I watch a little bit more. Of yeah, <laughs> no, you watch a lot of movies. You watch a lot of, like, yeah, I guess. I mean, like, compared to you guys, but yeah, I, I do think I watch more movies than the average person. <laughs> But yeah, uh, you know, the most recent movie um, I watched um, is called Dark Places. Mm -hmm. It's uh, based off the book. Uh, it's based off the book from the same author as uh, Gone Girl. And um, yeah, that that's pretty much like the most recent kind of movie I've seen. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, do you, what, what do you guys, well, have you guys heard of it? No, I haven't heard of it. Yeah. It came out like a, Oh yeah. Three years ago, I've heard, I've seen this movie. 2015, 2016, definitely like I think it was straight to pay per view or DVD. It was in the theater for like a day. Was it? It, it was, it was like, a day to day release. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'll check it out then. So would you recommend it to us? Would I recommend that movie? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe like if you have nothing else to watch <laughs> and if you like true crime movies. Um, yeah. Did you like it more than Justice League? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, my it, man. It feels like it kind of tries to go for that, like to dark place, that mind hunter slash zodiac vibe. I like that. But, yeah, it, like, like David Fincher, like yeah, David Fincher. It definitely tries to attempt to go in that direction, but I feel like they at the same time they kind of struggle with like we we don't want to deviate from the book too much, and they just don't always balance that. Really well. On a scale of one to Alien Three, how good is it? How, how am I supposed to feel about Alien 3? <laughs> You're supposed to like it. You're supposed to like it. It's supposed to like it. It's terrible. You've never seen it, Nick. Alien 3? Yes, I have. Well, I don't believe you. I've seen it. I, I don't believe you. Like five times. I don't believe that at all. It's always bad. So, Nunez, would you recommend it? The most interesting uh, Alien movie. I'll give it a barely passing recommendation. Mm, okay. 
and, and definitely for like the niche audience. So, so uh, if it was on cable, yeah, watch it. If it was on cable, you'd watch it, or yeah. if it was on like on Netflix. I, I mean, either. those are the exact circumstances. Daytime TV. Yeah. Okay. I'm down for that. You're like, if you're like really sick and you're like stuck. Yeah. You're working from home. Yeah. I'd watch that if I'm Yeah. Walking pneumonia. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Anthony Nunez. Thank you for helping out with the cameras. Thank you, Jasmine, for helping us. Thank you, Kale. Thank you, Kale, for joining us. We got to wrap up really quick because we're going to. Bad things are happening. Yeah. Kale, where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitter at MovieKale. You can also follow the channel to distribute. You can also follow uh, my podcast at The Youth Critic, and you can also follow the channel that distributes this podcast at KC Network. Uh, Gene and I just did an episode on Justice League and superhero movies lately. Uh, that episode will be out Monday. Uh, thanks, well, thanks to Diego, Gene, Nick, the whole Waffle Press. Thank you for letting me be on your show. It was great. Have a great. I had a good time. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you very much. Absolutely. Yeah, Nick. Thank you for joining me again. No problem. Yeah. What did you? Uh, did you get Twitter yet? I did get a Twitter. Okay. I do have a Twitter. Yeah, it's Nick Valero, nineteen forty. Actually, why are you not? not? Is it not? Is it not? <laughs> it's not this good. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah, I see you. See you back. I like. I like how you was like, oh, what? Okay. Right what is it? You it's, guys uh, keep going. I'll look it up. All right. Okay. All right, Gene. I know. I have Hang on. I'll show you. What it's called. <laughs> it's, uh, you can find me on Gene Nine Eight at your Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter as well at D E W G O Waffles. Uh, everything links to everything I do over there because we'll, there's a lot. We'll link where you can find yeah. it. It's, it's a place. It's a place. It's a place. For people it's, and things. Yeah, social. It's, it has media and social. Yes. Internet. World <laughs> Wide Web. I'll just put Nick's name in the description. He doesn't <laughs> it's actually Nick 569. I'm not reading all that. Thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. You're <laughs> professionally unprofessional. Too much Bye. I care. <laughs>